Ladies and gentlemen, welcome on out to another episode of the Ranger Experience. We are at 10 episodes. Can you believe that? 10 episodes in. It's crazy. It's great. It's fantastic. But today, I have a very special guest with me. Very, very special guest. Jormani Alvarez. I didn't butcher your name, did I? No, it was actually perfect. I'm very surprised. <laughs> what do, do, do people uh, usually butcher it? Uh, yeah, and they always think it's spelled wrong. Like Jormani is definitely one of the ones that people for sure like to to say my name they're like oh jormani right or oh jumanji (laughs) i've heard that since i was like in second grade man jumanji that's the one they always do that i don't know why but it's it's whatever weird flex but okay but how how are you doing today i know i know everybody's been kind of crazy during this whole COVID 19 but i mean it's starting to go away man today was great um i'm actually still trying to find your thing here um but uh but yeah so like it, it was cool. Today's been good. I think uh, Tampa has really gotten big with the uh, like the protesting and and whatnot. So it's pretty big here. A bunch of my friends went today, and it's pretty cool. It's exciting to see that um you know there's something being done, or at least you know people are attempting to you know try to get something done. It's super powerful, man. It's super cool. I uh, appreciate it, and I respect the people that are out there. Like at night, like there's live streams in Tampa all night. People out in downtown and stuff. It's crazy. Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely respectful. It's definitely needed. Um, I I mean, like there's a lot of protests happening here in Richmond. The only thing I ask is if you're gonna go protest, please do not destroy local businesses. I could care less about a Walmart or a Target. They will rebuild. But please- yeah, I I think the Target CEO said something too. Where he was just talking about how like they can recover from it, you know? Yeah. And I respect that. That's super cool. So. Yeah. So I mean, so- he. Like, he understands that they can recover. So just, yeah, if you're going to hit something, hit a Target or a Walmart, not somebody's mom and pop shop. But Yeah, it's messed up. Yeah, yeah that's sure. not what we're here to talk about today, though. Mm. But mm. it is important. So, guys, yeah, please, please support everything that's happening right now, and, but stay safe. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, and I agree. I guess that's the last. We'll not, I, well, I'm sure we'll get, get back around to it. But... Let everybody know who you are. Like, just int- do a quick little introduction of who exactly is Germani right. Alvarez. All right, Germani Alvarez. Um, so my name's Germani, obviously, and um, I work with a few different rangers. I work with mainly Michael Lasky. He's pretty much brought me into the fandom, and um, I'm working on merchandise right now. I do a lot of merchandising with them. Working on a new website, so all that merchandise can be sold there. I work with Austin St. John as of like last week. Uh, we designed some stuff for him, and he's got it up on his website. If you follow Austin St. John, you've probably seen his new shirt, uh, The Rising. It's like a rising sun with the Red Ranger in front of it. Super cool. Um, that's by me, by Radbear. Um, and that's kind of who I am. I work with them. I've been helping out a lot with the MMA fight that I know a lot of fans are excited for. Um, I'm really excited for the fight just because I've been in the background, like, trying to make sure, you know, Blake's ready for it. I know Mike's going to be ready for it anytime, any place. But, you know, I've been back and forth with Blake trying to, you know, make sure everyone's happy. You know, so it's the event's going to happen. Just right now we're figuring out what's going to happen with the venue. I don't know exactly what the plan is. But, you know, that's who I am. I, I like to try. I travel with Mike, and I'm pretty much his personal uh, liaison, I guess. I just Personal I'm assistant. I'm his sidekick. He calls me his young ward. So <laughs> I like that. I'll take it. I think that I, I'd like to be Robin. That's pretty cool with me. I don't care. That that's fair. I mean, Robin was a cool character, but 
How, how did you get involved with, like, Michael Lasky? Like, obviously, who, for those who don't know, he played young Rocky in Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Yes, and Colt and Three Ninjas, don't forget. Yes, Colt um, and Three Ninjas. Yeah, so I started working with Mike, I guess, like, two and a half years ago. Um, my friends own a traveling toy store called Rad Toys, Aaron and Joey, and, um, you know, they have been, like, some of my best friends for the longest time. And I, I'll go with them to Comic-Cons. That's how I started, like really venturing into the con scene and i was like man you know we do ranger stop every year i always come out with you guys but a lot of these other companies bring out a ranger at their booth you know and it looks good for them they brought a guest to the comic con and then you know people want to come and meet that guest so they're going to be in your store and so i'd found michael lasky off of like mma's stats and because i was trying to start up a meal prep company at the time and i really wanted to like endorse mma so I looked up the top fighters in their like the coasts, their states, and I was doing a lot of research on it. And I found Michael Lasky; he was like top couple. I think he was number one at the time in uh, the West Coast. So I added him on Facebook, and then he started posting a lot more. I think he finally did PMC and was posting about like Three Ninjas and Power Rangers. And I was like, oh my god, dude, this guy is perfect. Like he's new to the scene. He seems really legit. Like he seems genuine. I'm like, guys, let's bring him out. Like, he's never done Ranger Stop. We should totally call him. And so I got on a call with him, and, you know, we booked everything for him. It was a little sh- it was a little shaky. Uh, we got, like, last-minute hotels. It was, it was uh, kind of bad. I felt bad. But um, <laughs> it was fun, and we brought him out, and he started doing, a, you know, a couple more cons, brought him back to Florida. I uh, came back to Florida twice, and then I went up to PMC Express with him, which was really cool, and then we did Fan X. So we've been trying to do a lot more cons, especially this upcoming year. But, yeah, that's how I met Mike, and then we kind of just hit it off from there and started, like, working together. And I was on and off working on branding and merchandise, and, you know, I got a bunch of stuff in the works for him. So I'm excited to, you know, release that. I have all his shirts. Uh, he released a bunch of cool cool merchandise items on his site last year. So we're just going to continue that. And then from there, I met a bunch of other people. So it kind of – he pretty much paid my way. He brought me into the scene. So I'm very thankful for Mike. So shout-out to Mike Lafayette. Yeah, yeah, uh, he was on episode three of the Ranger Experience. Episode, yeah, episode three. He's he's an amazing guy to talk to. But yes. what he he's also doing is setting. You're helping set up that MMA fight between himself and one Blake Foster. <laughs> I think everyone is excited just to. I don't. I, I don't even think it matters what Rangers fighting Blake. I think people just want to see Blake get beat up, which uh, understandable. Blake can be crazy at some points, but. You know, it's all fair. You know, everyone's having fun. Um, it's definitely you got to have the camaraderie with fighting. You know, it's that's how it goes. So, um, you know, they're kind of trying to start drama, and it's cool. I like it. I think it's exciting. I want to do a press conference at a comic con, so I would really like to do it at Ranger Stop. I think that'd be a great spot. Have the belt. We're gonna make a belt, like a legitimate, you know, uh, Ranger belt. It's gonna look like a UFC title belt, and. Um, I really want that there. I want them to have a press conference. I think at a panel, that'd be awesome. Like, that would be the press yes. conference. Yeah, a panel. You know, I would like you to be involved. I know you talked about wanting to do some commentary. And, like, that's what we need. We need, like, the fandom to really push up and come out and really support the fight. So. Oh, yeah. I feel like it, when the fight happens, people are going to be super supportive. And especially if you do press conferences. Yes. Like, that's going to be incredible, especially if you do one at Ranger Stop. Yeah, Can you imagine them getting in each other's face and, like, some Ranger <laughs> fans having to pull them apart? 
Dude, that's the exciting part about it. And, like, I guess um, this has been confirmed. Mike's posted it on his social media that JDF's going to be in the ring with them. He's going to be, like, doing, like, the, you know, this is Blake Foster and this is Michael Lasky. Like, he's going to be the Bruce Buffer. And I'm pretty sure he's going to give the winner the belt, which would be amazing. Um, he's definitely going to pull in more of a crowd because if JDF's there, you know, JDF's, everyone loves JDF. That's JDF kinda like, is the number one Power Ranger attraction. Yeah, and it's great because he was an MMA fighter at one point too. You know what I mean? He didn't stick around with it for for that long, but he did own a company that was pretty big in UFC and like Bellator and all the MMA you know promotions. He owned Jesus Didn't Tap, which was a company for a while, and he uh, he really like did well with that. I feel like I don't know why he doesn't do it anymore, but it's just great to have him there. One, he's like the Ranger God, and then he's you know an MMA fighter. Just all makes sense for him to be there, and it would be good. And him and Mike are really close, and I'm assuming him and Blake are too. They've all been together for like 20 years now, probably more. Yeah, no, it, they they they've been together a long time. But can you yeah. see at the end of the fight when Mike beats Blake? Because that's what's gonna happen. That's what's gonna happen. And, My submission. And I'm calling it now. Submission. Or I want to see time. a knockout. I, 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 that's that's personally I like- what I want to see. <laughs> I would like to see a knockout too, but like if you watch Mike's fights, he's definitely the guy that's gonna wrestle you down to the ground and then just bash your face in. He's a ground and pound guy. I think that's how most of his wins have been. Our ground and pound. He did have that. Um, he did do a knockout with the. Uh, he did a what's it called? Like spinning uh, back fist. He did a spinning back fist, and that like stunned the guy, and then he just he just went punching. It might have been a TKO, but he still he he destroyed that kid. That guy didn't know what was coming, which was great. And I think Blake Blake has a karate background, so I hope I hope he can keep up. I don't know. He needs to start doing some kind of like BJJ classes and start. He needs to get into camp once it's all signed, and you know, like the fights actually confirmed for a date. Then you know, I think their camps are going to be really exciting. I want to film a lot of Mike's camp and you know, make it you know, kind of like a vlog, so people can keep keep up with his training. And same with Blake too. I think that'd be really cool for the fans. I think the fans would enjoy that. But, like, getting back to after the fight happens, when you said JDF is going to present the title belt, what what if he throws it over his shoulder and he's like, but you got to beat me first? Damn. Okay, if JDF came out to fight, I would love to see either one. The winner, which is going to be Mike, if he fought JDF, that'd be a great fight. I mean, I still think Mike would win just from age and experience. But, I mean, if JDF does that, you're just going to have to fight JDF on a bigger main card event. You know what I mean? Like, and that could be the start of, you know, celebrity fight club, you know, it's just comic cons and you have people fighting celebrities, you know, that tier of celebrity, like comic con celebrities. I think it'd be really cool. And if JDF came out to fight CM Punk, you know, that, that would make a lot of people's heads turn and a lot of money. It would make a lot of money. Oh yeah. That that, that, that fight would have made money years ago when they first started talking about it. I wish yeah, Punk would have taken the fight because JDF was like, I'll take the fight right now because you know how JDF is. But well, yeah. It is I mean, what it is. I think JDF was training at the time too, so I would have put all my money on him because CM Punk can't fight. He's a great wrestler, but he can't fight at all. No. He's and, not. And his biggest problem was pulling his punches because he's been trained for so long to do that. And yeah. it's kind of hard to like train yourself to, hey, actually – hurt somebody so when he went to mma i was like this is not going to end well for him and look where he's at now not that he did bad i mean congrats for going out and trying but it's not something you get into later in life he made a lot of money though 
doing those fights. Like his first fight, he made like five hundred and fifty thousand dollars for his the contract that he signed, and I think all the promotion and like you know marketing that he had gotten. Um, so he made a lot of money off that first fight. And the second one, I watched live too. I watched both of them live because I was like, maybe you know, I'll give him a chance as an underdog. But then he lost horribly both times. So I was like, ah, eh, you know, I'm gonna just not watch him fight if he fights again, which I don't think he is. But if he came out to fight JDF, that'd be amazing. I, I'd pay to watch that. I'd fly out and get a front row seat to watch that fight because that'd be hilarious. Oh, that that would be great. Actually, funny story. I was at uh, uh what is it? Um, Wizard World Richmond 2016. It was the day of the fight, and we, me and my friend were at the JDF panel, and I went up to him afterwards. I'm like, hey, did you see the weigh-in with CM Punk and Mickey Gow? And he goes, nah. And I'm like, Punk pushed him and told him he wasn't there to shake hands. He was there to fight. And JDF goes, I told Mickey I'd give him, I think he said $10,000 to knock Punk out. Damn. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I don't remember the exact number. Though. I think it was 10000 but I could be wrong. <laughs> That is crazy. That is insane. I wish that that happened. He didn't knock him out, though. He submitted him with, I think, a rear naked choke. I don't, I don't know what he did. He, I, he did submit him, though. I watched that fight live. I was with, like, a bunch of people and, like, all wrestling fans. We're at a Buffalo Wild Wings. I remember it was, like, a last-minute thing. They're like, oh, crap, CM Punk's fighting now. Let's go watch it. And, like, there's, like, 20 of us deep in these booths. We're, like, sitting there watching the TV, and CM Punk comes out to his song, and we're like, yeah, yes. Didn't he come and out to Cult of Personality? What? Didn't he come out to Cult of Personality? I don't know what he came out to, but it was like something he came out to when he was on the WWE. Then it was it Cult of Personality by Living Color. That's what I think okay. it was. Okay, all right. Well, I just remember everyone else was going so crazy about the song, so I was also like hyped up the adrenaline, and then he runs at Mike, Mickey Gall and gets submitted, and I'm like, oh, my God. The whole B-dubs, B, B though, was like going crazy. It was like buffalo wild wings most successful night in newport richie uh florida but it was like a great night and he lost though but we had a lot of wings so i mean we won we won he lost it's always fun to go out to eat especially with friends something i'm thoroughly missing during this whole time of COVID 19 i know uh richmond's starting to open back up and we're going to into phase two here on friday which means 50 percent at restaurants so i'm excited I'm happy about that, but hopefully by the time we get to November, everything, everywhere will be Dude. open back up, which means Man. Ranger Stop. Let's talk about yeah. Ranger Stop 2020. Um, yes. You said you, you're planning on being there with Mike? Oh, 100%. I'm trying to get Mike in there. I've been talking to Mikey about it. Obviously, nothing crazy has been confirmed just because Mikey's – I think he just got the confirmation that the hotel will be Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why we booked yeah. it because he posted that in a, in a Facebook Yeah, group. I'm – Super happy. I know you said that you got your hotel. I'm very excited. I want Mike to be there. I want Dwayne to come back. I think that he's a great guest to have. Um, also, both of them can give off like really good classes because I know that they do like all the events. Mike does his Power Sword seminar, which I think is awesome. Oh yeah. Um, and it get a lot of people out of you know their seats. Even if he did a martial arts instruction, I think it'd be really fun. And Dwayne could help with people that are really trying to get into acting. Because I know there's a lot of, you know, indie power ranger groups i've watched i've pretty much watched all of them i watched jammingers because i I'm, I'm good friends with ivan so i want to support his stuff uh the unworthy obviously i watched oh yeah because jim jim was the best actor in that in that whole <laughs> show when he got killed he got killed a plus it was like a it was his a list celebrity kill like he died very well um he was also wearing the overdrive um tyson suit which is like my favorite outfit 
Yeah, fu- um, funny thing about that, though, is if you watch the end credits, it says RPM Silver instead of Overdrive Silver. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't read them. <laughs> I didn't read those, but that's hilarious. Yeah, um, I was just like, oh. That's an underrated season, by the way. I don't know. I think people either really like it or they really don't. It's the only one I think that I watched as an adult. Like, because I tried getting back into watching Power Rangers because, uh, you know, I started working with Mike and um, one of my friends was like, dude, you should watch RPM. It's actually really good. And I watched iZombie and I really liked that show and Rose MacGyver's in it. So I was like, oh, I'm going to just, I'm going to watch it. And I watched the whole, the whole season. It was actually really good. I'm surprised that I kept watching because sometimes now I can't watch any of the new stuff. It's just... The Neo Saban era really ruined it. I feel like yes. he'd really like Jungle Fury because everybody loves Jungle Fury and RJ. Because he's a stoner yeah, was... who owns a pizza joint. Yeah, I've been told to watch that. I also watched your uh, your interview with Este and he was talking. You guys, you were telling him to watch it. And um, he's the guy who like pretty much has kept me up to date with anything Power Rangers. Like I subscribed to him a little bit before Ranger Stop that year that we brought Mike out because I need to know more stuff about Power Rangers. Like I need to know everything. And, you know... Because I'm going to be talking to fans. I'm with Mike. I'm with Dwayne. You know, I want to know the lore. You know what I mean? Like, I want to be in. I don't want to be that guy that's just like, oh, cool. You're talking about Power Rangers. Are you going to buy something? Buy. Like, that's why people come to Mike's table because Mike's cool and he wants to talk to you. And he doesn't mind sitting there and listening to your stories. And, you know, that's why I started really, like, wanting to work with him because he's just a genuine guy. Like, at you, some. I remember we were at Fan X and this girl was, like, she was, like, really upset and... She was like, she definitely had, uh, you know, she had gone through some stuff through high school. And she was like, Power Rangers was like something I really watched and Three Ninjas. And we're like packing up, leaving. And she's like, could, could you sign this for me? Like, I, I can't afford to buy it. But like, can you sign it? And Mike signed it. And he was like, dude, of course. He's like, you're such a huge fan. Like, you know, thank you for coming by and like talking to me till the end of the con. And it was just really nice. And that day I was like, man, I'm, I'm going to bust my ass to like make sure he gets recognition for being a good guy so that's why i rock with him he's my boy so um stuff like that really changed you know my view on comic cons so yeah i feel you like we're going sure off track people, yeah, you're, <laughs> you're good you want to make sure people have the best time and mike is one of those people who make yes. sure people have the best experience at a convention yeah. and that's one thing i respect because i have met guests i'm not going to name drop any names but there <laughs> <What>? are <laughs> <laughs> but there are some some people that you like some celebrities you meet and you're just like that person's a jackass yeah no for sure i mean especially being in the background like meeting people afar like away from the like the con floor you're just like man i don't like this person like i don't care what you were on or like who you are but it's like eh, i don't think i could hang out with you for more than maybe 30 minutes i'll talk to you at the con obviously i'm not gonna name drop either but you know, most of the Power Rangers, though, have been really cool. I don't think I've met one that I'm like, ah, I don't like that guy. Like, so far, it's been pretty sweet. I know I've met a few of them, obviously. Like, Michael Copon's really nice. Um, Chris Kamen Lee is the man. I really like him. Selwyn's cool. All those space guys, the space for- the space group, they're all really cool. I really like them. They're all super nice. Oh, my God. Uh, the in-space crew is incredible. I don't know yeah. if you saw, but I did a panel with all of them. Yeah, I did. And that I was did, yeah. amazing. I, I, it it was crazy to get them all together, but once it was there, it was like, this is amazing. Yeah, they're all super down-to-earth people. Like, I met Selwyn, I met Roger. I haven't met Tracy, but I don't think, I don't really like, I don't really personally go and talk to, like, the girls at the cons, like the Rangers, unless, like, they talk to me or whatever. But I'm not just going to go up and be like, hey, like, hey, what's up? Like, how you doing? I'm Germani. Like, I, I just don't want to come off weird, you know what I mean? Like, 
if it's like you know genuine like we're at a table and we're eating or something it's cool but i feel like they get hit on and like talk to so much you know you gotta treat yeah. them like normal people. that's unfortunate that that happens but the only time i, I know like, i ever go up to any of them is like when i want like an autograph or anything and i'm paying oh yeah for stuff. For like, sure. so it's like 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 with me though i'm i'm super i'm super awkward like most people know this but when i go whenever i get a picture with any especially of the theme with the female uh, rangers i do the hover hand i'm like nope I'm not touching you. Cause... Oh, that's the way to do. I, I know because yeah, of the whole, like, uh, I know you were telling me and a few other people have kind of, like, filled me in on what happened with uh, Pink in Space. I don't know her name. Patricia? Yeah. I Patty. think it was her name. Yeah, Patty. Yeah, that's unfortunate that that happened. I mean, that really sucks that, you know, someone went over the boundary, over the line, and ruined it for everybody that wants to meet her, you know? Like, there's so many people that need her autograph that want to take a picture with her. And now someone... One person ruined the whole thing for everyone, so it kind of sucks. But. Yeah, it, it, it's not okay. And if anybody's listening to this or watching this, look, just be respectful. Like, yeah. if you if you want to put your arm around somebody, ask. Just ask. Ninety nine percent of the time, they'll say it's fine. But just have have that have that respect. That just because they're celebrities and you pay to take a picture with them doesn't mean you're entitled to anything like that. Of course, yeah, no, agreed. And especially working with them, you know. Um, I've, we've been super blessed, though. The Ranger family is usually super cool. You know what I mean? They know when to ask questions, the kind of questions that they ask. You know, same for, like, the, you know, after dark panels. Those get weird. Oh, I love those. those. God, those get so weird. I, I came in. You know, you told me the story. I know we're not supposed to talk about them, which I won't. I won't bring up a story that you told me because they're like, oh, keep it secret. Um, but, like, I'll come in, like, the last two years for After Dark, I'll, like, walk in after, like, you know, a few minutes, maybe 30 minutes to make sure everything's cool, and it's just, it's so weird, man. It's, there's so many people in there, and they're asking all these crazy questions. <laughs> I'm like, dude, this is, like, what the hell is happening right now? I'm just like, what? Like, like <laughs> I knew crazy. Power, a lot of Power Rangers fans were weird, like, like me, but, like, I didn't think some of them would ask questions like that, so if you want to know about the After Dark panel, Go to it at Ranger Stop. Yeah, sure they'll have it at twenty twenty. But um, only one says ask Germani about the Valentine's back at twenty eighteen Ranger Stop. Oh god! Only one is my one of my business partners. He's the guy who is the he's the magic behind Rad Bear and all these cool things that we make for Mike and and you know Austin. Um, so we like to play pranks on Rangers every every year that we're at Ranger Stop. So. Before Valentine's Day, I think it was after. Valentine's Day was the first one. So at the Red Toys, they had bought, they buy a bunch of Ranger stuff. That's like their main thing is 90s nostalgia. And they always buy like Valentine's Day cards. People love those, like old nostalgic ones, like from the 90s. And they bought, um, there was like Megaforce Valentine's Day cards for like a quarter. And I guess they bought a bunch of them. So Sierra Hana, I think it was her first year doing Ranger Stop. And I was like, man, I'm like... I'm going to, like, let's send her, like, Valentine's Day, like, Valentine cards. And she would walk by, and I'd be like, oh, yo, my dad's in a frat, like, joking around. Like, oh, hey, I love you. Like, just saying stupid stuff. And um, we started, like, saying, oh, hey, uh, like, happy Valentine's. Or, like, hey, I love you, the frat guy. Like, we would say the frat guy. So we started getting fans to go give it to her. And then we started getting other rangers to come and drop off the Valentine's Day card. Like, people from the In Space, like, Justin Nemo, Selwyn. All these people were walking around, Ari Boylan, they were just giving her these Valentine's Day cards, and they're like, yo, the frat guy gave this to me, and, you know, he's in love with you or whatever. And we're just making a prank. And then um, we finally get Mikey to go give it to her from the, the owner and her manager, Tabitha. We got, like, everyone to do it. 
And um, it was hilarious because she was like, who the hell is this guy sending me all these? He's got all the Rangers. He's got all the Rangers bringing me Valentine's Day cards for my season. This is crazy. What the fuck's happening? So I show up and give everyone. I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah, like, here you go. This is the frat guy. I guess he gave it to he gave it to me to give to you. I don't know. She's like, oh, are you the frat guy? And I'm like, ha, no. And I'm just like, yeah. And then she was just like. She was like, oh, well, why'd you lie to me? I'm like, ah, like, I don't know. I was trying to be, like, super, like, douchey, and it just didn't work. It was, like, really funny, and everyone laughed at me. So um, <laughs> it was it was a fun it was a fun prank, and she, like, took my number and everything, and I was like, oh, man, I hope she texts me. I want to marry her. Um, she didn't marry me. I'm not married to her. So How um, unfortunate. Dude, it was sad, man. I cried. Sad All the way panda. back from Tampa. I was driving to Tampa, like, crying, like, I couldn't see. Almost Swerving all over the road because of her. Yeah, people, like, the cops pulled me over. I'm like, dude, Sierra Hanna never texted me. And they were like, dude, I understand. They're like, bro, I understand. Go. I'm not giving you a ticket. Just go and cry. I feel for you. And then I drove go, off. Go lay in your bed with a six-pack of Bud Light. Oh, no, I don't drink that. By the way, we're drinking right now. This Is, is this the first time you've had drinks with a guest on your show? I, I think so. I don't know. I drink so much, but <laughs> that, that's that's terrible to admit on the stream. Let's show off what we got right now. What do you got? What are you I drinking? got a Bud Light. I'm, I'm basic. <laughs> this is my favorite beer. It's Kona Longboard. It's Well, the, the, the type of beer is Longboard, and then the company is Kona Brewing Company. Um, I love this stuff. I drink this. This is, like, pretty much all I drink, so it's – Super good. It's lighter. I like it. I can chug like six of these. Just drink six. And I'm good. I'm I usually great. drink like twisted teas or whatnot. I, don't know. I love those too, man. I don't care. So Mike's good. Hard lemonade. Love them. Yeah. But uh, yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll we'll definitely have drinks at Ranger Stop this year. But uh, yes. Toku yes. Ken says I'm hoping to go to Ranger Stop. It looks like a different vibe from PMC and a lot of fun. Yes, he needs to go. Uh, Toku, I'm just gonna tell you right now, Ranger Stop. I think. I think you've said it in a lot of your interviews. It's way more one-on-one interactions with the Rangers. And I'll say that coming from my first Ranger stop, or we'll talk about that. I think we need to talk about that at some point. Okay. Um, where I was a press guy. I came in to do interviews. And I could tell just, like, how much more fun the fans were having at that con. Um, every time I'd go to a bigger convention, Unless I wasn't with when I'm with Mike, obviously I see the fan interaction. They're having a great time because it's Mike, and you know he's very interactive with people. But then I'd see them like in a line just to talk for like two seconds with a bigger guest. Like, oh, I'm gonna take this picture, and then boom, it's done. Like I don't have you don't have a time to talk to them because they have such a big line. And um, Ranger Stop is so small, but it's big at the same. It's got a huge community, and a lot of people show up in those three days. But like, it's, you're just going to have a much better interaction with whatever ranger you're there to see. And they usually have a lot of really cool rangers to come visit. So it's definitely worth going to. I know you've said that it's kind of cheap to come out there. Florida's fun. Uh, you have Disney World. You have Universal Studios. You have a bunch of really cool stuff to do around there. And, and a bunch it's of bars. Yeah, a lot of bars. And I like this new hotel because there's a bar in the hotel. And that was very great for me. Oh, it was fantastic, except yes. for the fact when I went up there, I went, hey, can I get a, a Jaeger bomb? She goes, what's that? And then I go, hey, can I get a blue motorcycle? And she goes, what's that? Oh, my God. It's a hotel bar. You can't ask for much. You got to get, like, regular drinks. Like, can I get a beer? Or, like, just can I get, like, a crown and ginger or something? Just Yo, I was trying to get invisible. messed up before the convention, so. Oh, damn. It'd be what it be, <laughs> but, uh. Jim Kelly's in the comment section. He said, boo, boo, oh. Germani Alvarez, boo. 
I hate him so much. Oh, my God. Uh, I was just talking to Jim before I jumped on here with you. <laughs> oh, man. He's the worst. Him and I have a lot of really cool stuff in the works. Um, uh, Jim, you suck ass. I hate you. Um, you have a big nose. Um, but so Jim and I are going to spend a whole week together. That sounds really weird. Um, we're spending a whole week together and we're filming and a bunch cuddle. of content. We're going to cuddle and film it and make an OnlyFans. That's what we're doing. Um, hey, man, it'll sell. I bet it would. With two long-haired, you know, hunks. You know, Jim, Jim's a good-looking guy. He's a good-looking dude. I won't lie. Jim's cute. He's just – he's a cute dude. Yeah, he's cute. But um, we're uh, – I have a bunch of, like, really good friends down here, and we want to create the next jackass. You know, like, the world has its Logan Pauls, and it's got its Dobre guys, Dobre brothers or whatever the hell their name is. It's got all these really crappy, you know, content creators. It's very hard to find something fun to watch as a young adult or even an adult or a teenager that doesn't, you know, is smart enough not to watch the Paul brothers. Fair enough. So we want to we want to create like a blog that's we have all these like great connections with the con scene. We can, you know, hang out with a lot of really cool people and get them to do stupid stuff to us. So like our first one is um, he's coming down here. Our first sketch or like I guess stunt is we're doing rollerblade dodgeball with oranges, and I think videotaped is going to be either really funny or horrible. It's going to be bad for us either way because we're going to get pelted by oranges. But I think it'll be fun and people will watch it. So hopefully that works. That'll be our first like video to put put out. So um, You, you know, know what you should do it at Ranger Stop? Oh, we have something planned for Ranger Stop. I don't know if I should tell people. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't tell anybody but just yet. But yeah, okay. another thing you could do is you could there's a lot of there's a lot of Ranger actors that drink. So this is what you uh, do. I know. Yeah. You, you you get Redness you get two drinks, and you give it to the ranger actor, and wh whoever drinks it faster is the winner, and the loser has to sing that ranger's theme song, out loud, at ranger stop in the middle of the con floor. Oh God, has that been done before though? No. Oh fuck, that'd be hilarious. I think it'd be really awkward for them too. I would have to work on my chug. Because I would want to win all of them. I don't think many of them could keep up with the chug, though. Because a lot of them, I feel like, drink liquor. So if I bring a beer to the game, I may win. I'm not great at chugging. I play rugby down here, and I'm one of the worst chuggers. I get made fun of made fun of for it all the time. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe that'll be a good idea. I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to try it. I don't know who would be my first victim. Michael Copon. I'll make him my first victim. He was my second victim for, um, for our pranks. It was really bad, actually. I felt so bad. He was creeped. He was, like, scared because we were, like, sending him stuff from Richie, this guy named Richie. Like, he's a made-up character. And we would have, like, people go up to him and be like, hey, Richie said uh, he loves you. So, and I guess Mike has had a bad interaction with some fans. Like, they're crazy. And um, I was, like, sending him coffee with, like, love Richie on it. And, like, uh, I, <laughs> I sent him a, a, one of our room keys that said meet me in room two something, like, love Richie. And then at the end of it, I'm like, I walk up to him and I'm like, yo, you heard of Richie? And he's like, I knew it was you. Fuck you. I knew it was you. <laughs> he's like, I knew it was you, dude. And I'm like, ah, I gotcha. It was it was funny, I guess, but it was something to do the weekend. But I mean, got gotta make the time pass. Gotta 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 keep yourself entertained. It was great having him ask everybody who the fuck is Richie. So I mean, I was having a good time watching him freak out, thinking some like super fan was gonna like try to like make out with him or something or poison him. I don't know. I don't know. It was hilarious for me. I felt bad for Mike, though. I had to let him know at the end. He just was like, I knew. He's like, I had a feeling. You do this all the time. And I'm like, I know. 
I know, I'm sorry. But he's a perfect <laughs> victim. He's such a perfect victim. He's so nice. He'll take, like, he'll take anything from anyone, you know. Here's a coffee from Richie, you know. Who cares? I'm going to have to think of my new victim for this year, though. I was thinking Steve, if he's there, I was going to get, like, a fake portrait of him on my back, like how Steve-O has one of him like this. Get, like, a fake, like, hentai, like, portrait on my back. He's like, I got this for you. <laughs> See his reaction. I don't know. Probably not going to do that. It sounds like a lot of time and money I don't want to spend. So, um, it's an idea, though. What you could do is get art of, like, you and him, of, like, your <laughs> arms around him. Like, some somebody draws it, and then you're like, can you yes. sign this? Yes, it's on my body. It's like on my inner thigh. It's in my inner thigh right here, and he's just like, ah, oh, man. It's a no from me, dog. Nope, nope, not at all. But um, but yeah, I know, I know. Matt's he told me he was gonna comment a bunch of crazy stuff on on this uh, on this thread. So I'm just waiting to hear all the weird stuff he's saying. So only one says, don't forget the match between us and Blake Foster next <laughs> Ranger stop. Oh, so this is a good story. I think this interview is going to be more of just, like, weird, crazy stories that you're going to be able to, like, have on your on your live. Um, and so we're at the bar, that same bar that's at the hotel. And I'm like, yo, Blake, you got to meet my boy Matt. Like, he played pro basketball in Japan, and uh, which Matt did. He played a few seasons over in Japan. And uh, Blake's, like, a huge basketball fan. So he's like, oh, like, he's like, oh, I could take you. And, I'll, and my boy Matt's like, bro, I'll take you anywhere right now in my jorts. And he's just like, Blake's like, no, nah, maybe like another time, like another time. <laughs> and Matt's like, bro, like he's like, I'm going to call him out. So like Blake's going to take an L from Mike and then my boy Matt. So like he's just going to be taking L's. He, he has to get used to taking all these L's, bro. It's going to be bad. I feel I feel for him. So in basketball and like his favorite sport and then martial arts, which is like his passion – you know, he's going to have to train. Maybe he can come back and get the belt from Mike. But I think there needs to be another Ranger to fight Mike. I don't know. Maybe Steve. That'd be a good fight. I think that'd be fun. That Steve Cardenas. That, that would be entertaining. I, th- I feel like we have to have Blake on here just, just to rebuttal because I've had you, I've had Mike. <laughs> like, we, we've talked so much shit about Blake. And he hasn't been able to say a word back. Man, I, I love fucking with Blake, man. He's so funny. Uh, last Ranger stop, he, like... I was I always talk shit about his ground game because like he doesn't train ground. I don't either. I don't even. I last thing I trained was like point fighting, um, which I'm starting to do some stuff, you know, with Mike and um, a lot of my friends. I do a lot of sponsorships for UFC and MMA fighters down here in Tampa. So I'm gonna start training at their like you know their gyms to you know get back into it. But you know I'll, I'll wrestle from here and then. And Blake comes behind me and gets me in like a rear naked choke and he's like oh get get out of this he's like get out of this and i trip him like i do like i sweep him from behind like with my i'm like right here and my leg comes out and i sweep him he's a big boy and he falls on Dwayne cameron's like banner like behind like the curtain and he's just like laughing he's crazy and he's just like i'm like dude he's wearing all this like white stuff he's wearing these brand new white shoes and i'm like he's gonna get all this shit messed up like trying to wrestle me so i was just laughing and then i was like yo it was it was hilarious. It was great. Blake's Blake's crazy, man. We're gonna talk a lot of shit. We should just keep this should just be a whole interview of us just like making Blake angry and really want to fight Mike. The the Not roast just, of Blake Foster. That would be yo, if people had a roast instead of the uh like the dark panel and it was just a roast of the most famous ranger at the con, I think that would be hilarious. You get like Austin St. John up there, um, even Blake. I think Blake would be really funny. I think people would really shit on Blake. In, like, a fun way, 
and it could be super successful. I would watch that. I'd go for sure. I would go, but I feel like some fans would take it a little bit too far. Yeah, I think some fans would. I think fans have already taken it far. People like crap on Mike all the time. Like, you didn't even morph. It's like, who cares? I'd be like, but, but I was on the show. What, what are you? What, what have you done? Like, I know. He, his, like, he had like a TikTok where he was just like, oh, yeah, whenever someone asks, like, oh, uh, you didn't even morph, and you're no one's favorite ranger. And he's just like, oh, yeah, you know, being 10 years old, being more successful than you'll ever be, like, yeah, I'm sorry. Like, you know, I'm sorry you weren't on the show. And uh, it's just funny the way he rebuttals with people. Like, people will shit on him on his post, and then he'll come back with some, like, really, really witty remark. And I'm just like, Dude, that's response, what I love man. about him. He's super witty. Dude, he is. He's super witty. And, like, I'm not, so I'm trying to learn from him. I don't think it's something you can learn, though. It's something that just comes naturally. I just like saying stupid crap. Like, stupid shit all the time. Just how you do it. Just say something weird, crazy. People either think it's funny or they don't. So, I don't know. But Mike is, uh, his, his response is to his, if you have time, anyone who's watching, go to Mike's post and just read the comments. They're, like, hilarious. I love watching them. It's, Yo, Mike's TikToks kill me because they, they like dude. I, I I didn't download TikTok till after Ranger stop, and I was like TikTok is dumb, and then I downloaded it, and now I'm addicted, and Mike's pop up all the time. Man, I downloaded it just to watch Mike's, and then I end up watching all these other like weird like crazy shit that happens on there. And I'm just like, man, this app is dude. And then you're all there for two hours. Yeah, it's bad. I have a friend that would do it at work. Like, he would, I just catch him in his chair, just watching TikToks, and like he'd just be obsessed with it, and it was really bad. And I think he still has a problem. I think he may be watching this. His name's Austin. Austin, if you're listening, you have a problem, bro. So, TikTok so problem. have you have to have an intervention for TikTok? Dude, I think Austin, my boy Austin, needs an intervention. He's obsessed. He likes that one girl. Uh, she's like the most famous TikToker. He's like in love with her. Addison or something? I don't know. She's like part of that hype house group. I, I have know. no idea. I'm be honest. The, I don't <laughs> watch the super popular ones because they annoy me. He, I only know about these people because I'd catch him watching the videos and he's just laughing and I'm just like, what are you laughing at? He's like, this is so funny and I'm like, that's it's not funny, man. But have fun. I guess he was having a good time watching those TikToks, but. I don't know. I haven't really gotten into it yet, though. Like, I still... I want oh, to learn you how to will. Make... Yeah, I think I'm going to start making them. I want to start making some weird, weird videos. I, yeah. I, I feel that. I, I, I recently just started, and I did like that... Uh... I saw. I saw some of yours. <laughs> They're terrible. They're awful. They're funny, though. I admit it. There's the one where you're outside, and you're doing that little dance, and you're wearing, like, sandals. And I'm just like, why are you wearing sandals, man? <laughs> I don't know why. And I was it's wearing my... Funny. My straw hat. Wait, you can't even see me, but I'm wearing my straw hat from One Piece for those who watch anime. Oh yes, that's good. And my friend, my friend Austin's also obsessed with that too. He's got a huge tattoo on his thigh. He's obsessed. I got a Naruto tattoo and then a Power Rangers tattoo. Oh, so. I don't have Power Rangers tattoos. I don't think I will get a Power Rangers tattoo, but um, I've got like, I've got a few. I've got Ninja Turtles. I have a huge Street Shark on my side. It's not done yet, but. I just oh, got man. part of it colored in. It's it hurt, man. It hurt a lot. It's big. <laughs> uh, it streaks, and it says Jossum on the top of his body. Like his fin is the A in mm. Jossum, so it's a little crazy. But that sounds um, super painful. It was all right. It's not like the last hour where you're sitting there and you're just like, oh man, this this hurts. 
And, like, you'll take breaks, and you'll be like, oh, man, this is not good. You'll take a shot of, like, whiskey, and you're like, all right, let's go. Let's do it. I One more time. So, so how, about this? How, about, how about this? Since you said you, you're not going to get a power in your tattoo, you have to get Blake Foster's face tattooed on your chest if he wins the fight. Ooh, maybe not on my chest, but... Ah, on your butt, then. <laughs> on your right butt cheek. Am I making this, am I making this, like... Official right here? Is this a, like legit? Do it. Commit. All right. If if Blake Foster wins the fight between him and Michael Lasky, like he has to win the fight. Not like any participation award or anything. Like he has to legitimately either submit Mike or knock him out. And I will get a portrait tattoo of Blake Foster on my butt. I, I promise here on this podcast, on this video interview – that I will do it to the fans. It's for the fans. If my mom is watching, oh, man, I'm so sorry, mom. But I don't even think he'll win, though. I don't think he'll win. So that's why I'm making this official. Like, I will do it. And, and, um, and, and you get his signature next to it. All right, deal. Deal. I don't think that would be too hard. So It's going to be like him in his, like, Power Ranger costume, holding the helmet and his signature next to it. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, man. All right, I'll do it. I'll do it. I, I really heard hope it here. Mike doesn't see this. I hope Mike doesn't see this because he's gonna call me or text me and be like, "You're a fool." I'm gonna oh. lose on purpose. <laughs> oh, I, I, I'm gonna chop this up and put it on Instagram and tag both Mike and Blake on it. Oh man, oh dude, uh, and we've been drinking. Like this might have a huge like advantage on you because I've been drinking. So, damn beer. Oh god, I shouldn't have <laughs> drank. This is a terrible idea. Oh my god. Mike's going to purposely lose now. It's going to be like that that Kevin Nash uh, match where the one finger and he just falls. Oh, my God, no. All right, I'll do it. Even if even if he loses, it'll be funny if I got it. I mean, it'd be definitely a conversation starter, you know. Oh, yeah, no, no most definitely. Yeah, um, it'd be fun. I think your video froze. It did? It did. All right, wait a sec. Okay, Am I good, good now? now. Am I back on normal? Yeah, you're good. I'm doing this on my phone. Someone just called me. I think you should be fine now. All right. All right. Well, we're back. So, get, getting off of Am the, I good? The, yeah, you're good. But getting getting off of the, like, fighting. I'm good. All right. L- let's talk about your uh, f- first ranger stop. Okay. Uh, you mean, like, my experience with ranger stop? Yeah. You, you said you wanted to talk about your, your first ranger stop. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so um, Ranger Stop, I got invited. So I used to, right after high school, I had never been to any Comic-Con. And um, I got invited by a few friends of mine that knew, they knew a bunch of Rangers. um, Because my boy Mike, another Mike, his name's Mike Reed, he lived in L.A. And he was on a uh, reality show called Fangasm. Uh, Don't look it up. It's not good. Um, (laughs) We're not, we're, we're still friends, but I haven't seen him in forever. So I hope he doesn't watch this. Uh, he knows it sucked, whatever. Fangasm was terrible. It was like Jersey Shore. It was like the producers or writers, and they made this show called Fangasm about nerds. It's like geeks. And um, they like, they're trying to fight for like an assistant position for Stan Lee. It was cool idea. Like the idea was cool, but I don't think it did well. Um, but he's like, he started coming into this hookah lounge that I would frequent because hookah is so cool, you know? I, uh, I did that after high school. I thought that was cool. I think everybody um, did that after high school. 
I still like smoking hookah, but like it was like the thing to do because we were 18 and we're like, oh, we turned 18. But you can't like, go to can't, a bar. Yeah, you can't do anything and smoke cigars and hookah. And um, am am I am I frozen again? No, you're good. All right, I feel like I'm getting a call. I think whenever I get a call, because I'm doing this off my phone. Um, but so yeah, um, he was like, dude, you should come out to Ranger Stop. You're crazy. You'd be good at doing interviews. I was like, okay, cool. Like, I've never been. I knew what it was. And I was like, yeah, I'll come up. So, like, one morning, it wasn't even confirmed. He just calls me. He's like, yo, pick me up. Let's go to Ranger Stop. And I'm like, all right, cool. So, he got his press passes, and we came in. I've never been to a Comic-Con as, like, a person that bought a ticket. I've never gone to one. It's like, I'm, I've never done it. It's weird. Um, I don't know how it feels to be, like, a someone that went there to buy stuff. You know what I mean? I've always been there with either, like, a, a guest or, like, a booth um, or press. So, I went there as press, and did some interviews i did michael copan he was like my first interview i would ask the worst questions too like questions i wanted it to be different than all the other interviews that they received because everyone's just gonna be like oh how was it being a power ranger you know like how'd you start on power ranger like how'd you get your start in acting and like they get asked that question probably a hundred times a month by people so I was like, I think my first question to Michael Copan was like, yo, what's the weirdest thing a guest has ever done for you or done to you? And it got really weird. And that interview did not ever get posted because uh, it was so weird. He said some weird shit. Like, it was bad. I felt do, so do bad. Do you still have it? Because I kind of want to see it. Dude, apparently all those interviews got, like, deleted. Like, that whole weekend got deleted. But I did, I think I did, I think we did Blake. I don't know. That's how I met Blake. And I bought him a whole bottle of Crown because oh, I was like, I want to get drunk with Blake Foster. And I don't even think I really drank with anybody. I drank by myself with, like, my boys. Um, and I met a lot of people that year. And um, it, like, made me really want to, like, be involved with any kind of fandom that was involved with Comic-Cons. And it was super fun. And uh, that's where I met, like, two of my best friends, Aaron and Joey. And um, they've pretty much been my boys ever since then. I literally went there with two friends. And, like, left with two new friends that I ended up, like, doing all this stuff with. And uh, they're two really close friends of mine. You've probably seen them at Comic-Con, especially, like, at Ranger Stop. They have the beards, like me. We all have beards. Yeah. We're always together. Um, and then I went back with them the next year because they were, they were assistants at the time for Sky, the guy who played Sky in SPD. Chris and Valiant or something? I think they were assistance for all five or aaron was assistance for bridge and sky and i think brandon the the black uh the the uh was he the there wasn't a black ranger no no brandon was the the red spd ranger okay okay i'm getting all the seasons i thought it was the dude from overdrive that's awful god that sounds so bad i I can tell you about the dude from overdrive later i've heard that before i just feel so bad i don't want people to think like oh it takes all black people look the same it was like ah god they're both they're back-to-back seasons uh i don't know anything i don't know the names but uh yeah it was brandon J. right that's his name. yeah 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 yes okay yeah he was the red ranger all right so he was like their assistant and then joey was working with jason font and so pretty much like i met a bunch of people there that that year and um, they were like, yo, we're going to start selling toys. And I was like, cool, I guess so. And uh, I ended up traveling with them back to Ranger Stop. And that's kind of where like things started really moving on for me. And I was like, yo, we got to start bringing people out here. Like, this is legit. So it was fun, though. I mean, I really like Ranger Stop, man. It's a good year. I, I'm not even that 
big of a Power Rangers fan in the sense of like, you know, I haven't seen every episode. I don't know every character. Obviously, I just mix up like two characters. I don't know, you know, I don't know everything about it, but I'm learning as I go. And I just love the people. I love like the fans. Like they're super nice. All the Rangers I met are super cool too. So Ranger Stop, super dear to me. Mikey's a really cool guy. Everyone that works at Ranger Stop, super nice. So I've always been like super, you know, I support it. I love it. That's why I really want this year to be big because they deserve it. They put a lot of work. And if PMC got canceled, or it got didn't get canceled, but it got, got like delayed. postponed. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think that uh, it's going to be a good year, man. I love Ranger Stop. It's very dear to me. Got me started in my con con work. So. Yeah, no, Ranger Stop was definitely a fun experience for me because it was like the Friday I went, it was my birthday. So this year it's like a week after my birthday. So it's like, it's always in that area. So I know I'm going to have a lot of fun with it. So I'm going to, I'm going to, you're going to have to, you're going to have to come drink with us too, man, for at least one of the nights. I, 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 we're flying in Thursday and we'll be there until Monday morning. I'm going to try to be there that whole week before, too. I want to party the whole week. I think it'll be really fun. It's the first con I think that I'm going to do. I think there's PopCon that we're doing, Mike and I are doing, in Salt Lake. Um, if that, uh, So there's another con, Morphonomical Expo. I don't know if you've heard of it. It's a new Power Ranger yeah. con. I think they've only been around for like three years now. But they, um, I was going to get them to come out to, or they wanted us to come out to them. But I guess they own like a bunch of other Comic Cons. So if those don't happen, then they're not going to have this Comic Con. It's weird. I don't know. Because um, I guess they like bank on like, they have like the biggest Dragon Ball Z Comic Con in the country. Command so if, like, Yeah. So if that doesn't happen, they're not going to have the money to bring everyone out. It's just all messed up. The, the COVID thing messed up everything. Oh, yeah. Uh, it definitely did. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I guess like, you know. I don't know. I hope I hope we can go out to that one, but if not, there's another con set up for that weekend, so that would be really fun. Um, but yeah, Ranger Stop would be like my first like big one this year because everything's canceled or postponed. So it's gonna be fun, man. I, I don't know who they're bringing out, like what season they're gonna like really push on. I would hope it'd be a season that a lot of people haven't come out for. Like I guess RPM people I've heard don't really come out and stuff like that. That'd be yeah, kind of cool. I would like to see like RPM or Jungle Fury or. Hell, even Lost Galaxy. I'd, I'd love to meet Danny Slavin. I know that you had that, um, your last interview, you were talking about how you want to meet all the Galaxy guys. Yeah, um, it, it, it's the first season I remember watching. Do they do they um come out to Power Morphicon? Um, I know a couple of them come out. No, I mean, most of them come out. It's like three out of the six. But the one I want to meet mainly is the Red Ranger. So it's like, and, and I'm one of those people. Do it. Oh, no, I was saying he was at the first Ranger stop I went to. Yeah, I was, it's unfortunate. Like, when I finally have money to do this stuff, it's like, nope, he's, he's done with conventions, so is what it is. But uh, Jim, in the comments first, well, I'm going to do the, say the second comment first. He said, let's get Christian in, in an MMA fight. Let me address that. No. I'll fight and, you. <laughs> yeah, I got a gut. That's not happening. I can't fight. Oh, okay, all right. I, I, I would I'd be like, ah, uh, ah, uh, but nah. I mean, if I if I could train for an MMA fight, I would. But uh, he also said, "Tell your history with the famous Jim Kelly." Oh God, I don't even remember when I met Jim. It was at Ranger Stop. Fuck, I don't remember when we met. He may be mad at me. I don't know, but I don't remember meeting him. I don't remember the day I met him. I think it should be like a clear picture, like a a movie. Fuck. 
Like, as soon as he turns around I, a corner, you'd be like, that's Jim Kelly. Shit. I mean, I knew who he was because, like, he was, like, I had posters of him on my wall. But, like, I don't remember meeting him. I think the first, like, few years that I knew him, the first, like, year, it was just all a blur because I was so in love with him. Um, but. <laughs> he he put in the comment in quotation man i was high when i met you i think that's what i i think that's what i told him as a joke as a joke uh for those watching that was strictly a joke that was strictly a joke uh Jim, <laughs> i met i didn't meet him at ranger stop though um the second one i did because he was dressed up as the yellow wild force ranger that's the only reason i remember him because i was like yo that chick's hot and then she he took his helmet off i'm like that chick's still hot and then he was like <laughs> oh. and then he turned around he's like what's up dude and i'm like oh dude dude you're still hot <laughs> no i was joking but um yeah i think he was the yellow i don't know but i did meet him at my second ranger stop and he had long hair and i had long hair and i don't know i guess we just clicked it was like a click i was like dude you're a bro. He's like, oh, you're a bro. And then, you know. Bros for all, life. Bros for life, dude. And we've been keeping in touch for a long time. And I'm excited to work with him. He's crazy. I think Jim is very underrated in the sense of his uh, acting and his comedy. He's a very funny guy. Uh, I know Jim. Obviously, Jim's watching this. But I can't wait to make videos because I think it's going to be really funny. And it's going to be fun for people to watch. And, um I can't wait to get pelted with oranges with Jim Kelly. It's going to be a great time. Oh, that, that, that's going to be an amazing video. But uh, only one says, no, it wasn't, as I guess referring to the, it was a joke. And oh, God. J- Jim wow. says, we quote Talladega Nights in this household. Oh, I guess so. I don't, do we? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why he said that. I've never even talked to him about that movie. He's lying, by the way. I think He's the lying. only movie I quote is uh, The Room. The Room? With Tommy Wiseau, it's awful. Yeah. If you haven't seen it, go I've watch it. I've seen it. I've seen the the in, uh, the one that they made too, like the uh, disaster artist. Yes, disaster artist. Yeah, I've seen it. Yes, I, I can't even quote anything from it. Uh, what's the girl's name? Where he's like, "You're killing me. You're tearing like, me apart, yes, Lisa." Yes, yeah, you know, it's so bad. I love that. That movie. Oh my is god, it's awful. fantastic. It, it's like I get drunk and watch it. It's my favorite. <laughs> Like, God, no, that's what yeah. we have to do at Ranger Stop. We have to have a viewing of the room. Dude, I want to do an 18 plus or 21 and up viewing of High Noon Mary Mountain with Michael Lasky. I'd be like, down. that Thursday night, I want Mike to come in and we'll, like, make a, a deal with one of the uh, breweries in that town in Orlando and have everyone come out and watch the movie. They pay a ticket. They can get limited merchandise that is only available at that event that night. And everyone can come have beers, ask questions. Mike can do commentary. It'd be hilarious. I think people would really enjoy that. I did that with a few of the people from all that. They came to town and they just, like, did commentary on, like, skits from the show. Like, made fun of themselves. And, like, people drank beer. And I know they made money. So, and the fans got really cool experience with them. Like, the brewery is the, obviously the person that needs to be like, oh, this is a good idea. You know, they're always thinking about it in a business sense. But I think it'd be super fun. Especially with like fans coming out that can drink, you know, like you have a beer with Michael Lasky. Like, how, who doesn't want to have a beer with Mike? I do. I, I do. I miss drinking with Mike. I, I wish we were doing Comic Cons right now because I, I want to have a few, you know, whiskey shots with him, you know, some Jameson, you know, but, you know, things, things happen. I can't go drink with Mike. I'm crying. I cry every night, you know. I look at pictures of us from like Comic Cons and I'm just like, damn. Where, where y'all are just... hugging and you're just like crying. You're like, 
Yeah, this is the what one like you. the one underwear shot that we did is bad, man. Oh man! No. So, so at Ranger Stop, I'm gonna buy you and Mike a shot, and we're gonna do it together. Oh. We're gonna do it on video. All right, this is y'all. If you this this is recorded, this I, is coming I back to you. haunt you. My, I'll my even let you choose you. what we drink. Okay, it's gonna be Jameson. That's Mike's favorite drink. I, I've only had Jameson once, and I don't remember what it tastes like. So that is Mike's favorite drink, dude. He loves that. We'll down bottles of that throughout the weekend. He's like such a good drinker. I don't think I've ever seen him actually drunk. Like, he's such – that may be bad or good. I don't know. But him and uh, only one, the guy that's on there, they made me take a shot of peanut butter and whiskey, and it was the nastiest thing I've ever taken. All right, I'm curious. How does that work? Peanut butter know. and we whiskey? Just, it was at a time where I was, like, trying to cut weight, so I was, like, eating rice cakes with peanut butter. And we brought Mike back to his hotel for a Comic-Con that we did here in, in Florida. And – we have the bottle of Jameson because every time I'm on my way to meet Mike, I always buy him a bottle of Jameson. It's just like I try to be – I want him to, to know that he, he can be comfortable. Like he always knows I'm going to have that shit on deck, you know, like Jameson and diet and Coke Zero. That's his drink. Um, so if you, if you know, bring that to him and he will love you forever. He may give you a free autograph and free picture. I'm not – don't quote me on that. I'm not saying that's for sure. But if you brought him a, like, a small bottle of Jameson and Coke Zero, he may love you forever. So you should do that. I'll bring him the big first. bottle and a 24-pack of uh, Coke Zero. Yes. Everybody on this live, everyone that watches this after it's published and put on YouTube needs to buy Mike a shot of Jameson at Ranger Stop. This next one coming up. Let's see so, how so drunk So our goal is to get him drunk. Here. Yes. Or if he even can get drunk. I don't think he can. But he's – I think he's Irish. So, like, they can't get drunk. I mean, I- I'm Irish and I've gotten – Plenty drunk before. Damn. Fuck. But, um, but yeah, my Matt and Mike, I put like a few spoonfuls of peanut butter and a shot of whiskey and I drank it and it was gross. That sounds awful. It was probably the worst thing I've ever done. And Matt made fun of me. Matt's only one. He made, he made a lot of jokes. So, I don't know. <laughs> only don't one know. says, just don't kneel when you give it to him like Jay does. What? what? I don't even know what that means. So you oh, say you don't kneel to Michael Lasky? Oh, oh, he's, oh, I'm Jay? Oh, Jesus. God, I feel like he's like blown. He's not cool, bro. He's saying some fucked up shit on here. Damn, this is going to be your most controversial. Like, this interview is going to be the craziest like, one. Like, what, what did he say that was serious? And what did he say that was a joke? I know there's like crazy shit happening this whole interview. I was gonna tell you I'm like the Takashi six nine. Oh no, I don't want to compare myself to him. That dude's not a person you want to compare yourself with. <laughs> no. But like, <laughs> well, like oh, he did well. an interview. He did... <laughs> Yikes. He did an interview on the Breakfast Club. And he's like, this is gonna be your most like watched video, and I was like, this is gonna be so bad, like so bad, good. People are gonna be like, these guys are like, they're drinking, they're ha- they're saying all this crazy shit. It's gonna be hilarious. I'm not comparing myself to Takashi Six Nine. That is awful. I'm so sorry. I did not mean to say that. Yeah, he's not a good person. No, no, sir. But oh my god, getting oh, oh, back. Oh god, only one says he kneels every time he hands him something. <laughs> god, I didn't know he was gonna watch this fully through, like all the way through. He's just like commenting throughout the whole video. Oh god. I'm glad Jim hasn't said anything else, any weird stuff. All right, everybody in the comments, I did, I, I want to know, what's the weirdest thing Germani's ever did? Done. 
Oh God, no, no. Oh man. Um. All right. Well. Um. All right, any more? Any more questions? Are we going away from this one? <laughs> Are we going away from this. Oh <laughs> uh, well. While we're waiting on them to respond, let's talk about uh, Radbear brand. Yeah, Radbear man. Radbear is um, something I've been working on for the past couple of years. I kind of had it up off the ground and then kind of just you know didn't do anything with it. I was working at a, a big company down here and um, I had a huge role, so I kind of lost time and focus on anything else. Um, and uh, so pretty much like I just quit my job actually a few months ago, and I've been working really hard on it. Been making like a lot of personal merchandise too. It's not just the bear. Uh, like this is something I showed you earlier. This is for the people on here. Matt made this uh, only one. Uh, these are like fanny packs for like the Red Ranger stuff like that. Like super cool merchandise that we're working on. And Rad Bear is not only just for the con scene. It's for extreme sports and pretty much anyone that wants to wear. It. Like I'm, I really just don't want a brand that's a niche. Like oh, this is a gym wear or this is for like the you know us geeks. You know, I'm a geek. I have Ninja Turtle tattooed on me, Street Sharks. Like, I'm a geek. I consider us geeks. Like, you know, we have, we like geeky stuff. And I don't want it to just be for, you know, the nerds, the geeks. You know, I'm pretty much ain't cool with everybody. So I want the brand to be like a lifestyle brand for anyone. It doesn't matter who you are. You know what I mean? Because I'm, I've always hated like the, you know, like, oh, hey, like I'm part of this group and I'm part of the other. Like, like we're going back to what's happening right now in our world, in our country. You know, everyone's trying to be divided. And I think that's how everything is, like with politics and with, you know, now there's everyone's, you know, being divided by the color of their skin, which is ridiculous. You know what I mean? Like everyone should be equal. Everyone should be cool. And I want a brand to stand behind that because a lot of brands just care about money now. They care about money and they care about, you know, having the most followers on Instagram and the most likes. Like I've been blessed with a really cool life and I have grew up with my really good family. So I want to like make money to give it to people like I can't do anything right now other than just the voice but I want to help a lot with the wildlife and you know stuff like Black Lives Matter um and like I I can get emotional about it you know I've worked with you know a lot of people and I want to be like these people and you know make a difference so if that's starting with a brand you know and I can have some kind of like symbol for equality just like a logo a lifestyle that people can live you know I don't know it'd be cool and I want to see what I can do with it so um i want to keep it with a good good spirit stay humble no matter how successful it can be or will be i want to be you know i want to be cool with everybody and i want everyone to treat each other with respect it's just it sucks man especially with what's happening right now it's a perfect time to come out and tell people like hey like i support this something good you know and i'm not i'm not launching the brand right now because i want to give respect to you know the black lives matter and you know, George Floyd and everything. I don't want to capitalize on anything that's happening in the world right now. You know, anyone could be like, hey, here's a George Floyd shirt that I made. Come buy it. Like, that's just like, eh. Yeah. His family, the people that are, like, part of Black Lives Matter, I've seen a lot of really cool hoodies that are, like, in respect to George Floyd. I want to buy one. I saw, like, some really dope one that someone made. But, like, I don't want to be that guy that's like, oh, hey, I'm going to just, like, I'm going to make some money off of this horrible thing that happened in the world, which is what most people do. Yeah. You know, and they're like, I'm going to make this hoodie that says Black Lives Matter. I'm just here to make money. Like, I don't really care about that, you know, what they're doing and what they're about. And it's just like, yeah, like, I don't, I don't care about money. I think I, from people watching this and you talking to me, I'm pretty like chill, laid back dude. I look like one of the dudes from a reggae band. I'm just here to chill. You know, I want everyone to have a good time. So I like the comic cons, man. Everyone's chilling. And if I can start a brand, I'm going off 
way off right now. Sorry. I'm getting really passionate about this. You're good, bro. Um, That's what this is all about. Yeah, but like Radbeard, man, it's just it's something that anyone can wear. It's nostalgic. The logo's simple, and it's gonna stand for anything and everything that you know. It's about equality, and especially with the wildlife, man. I think a lot of organizations need to step up and help our wildlife. That's why the whole COVID thing was awesome. Not awesome. Oh my God, I'm saying really bad <laughs> stuff here. It was bad for a lot of people, and I understand that it's affected a lot of lives, like people losing their jobs. But uh, there were posts all over the internet, and I know you saw it, where they're like, oh, in Venice, dolphins are coming back, and the water is clear, and like yeah. animals are starting to come back to their habitat. People were like, I think this is what the world needed. Like, Yeah, and the air is getting cleaner. Yeah, the air is getting cleaner. I think there was like a shot from Earth, like from space to Earth, about how like, you know, it's kind of like dissolved. Like this, there's like, I know there's like a huge layer of like, smoke or something i don't know i don't know anything about global warming but i know they were like before and after shots and i was just like that's so cool like that's you know people really need to start working to like you know get back to the to wildlife you know and the people I, i'm about everything man i i think i'm going off track now but um just the message of positivity yes dude always i think i've learned i came into the ranger scene dude i grew up in like a i went to high school at like a you know really preppy school and i think my mind was really like fogged and very blinded by growing up in that group but then I also had like my family that was like immigrants and they worked really hard to get where they are now and so I would like go home and and realize like oh man I'm like from an immigrant family I need to think more openly and then I'd go back to school and everyone's like wearing the same thing and it's like oh man this is this is weird like so I got out of high school and I was able to kind of get away from that world and my eyes have been open like 18 year old me would disagree with everything I believe in now. And I think it takes time for people to really, I don't know, grasp what's happening in the world and how everything in our society affects groups. And I don't know, man, it's just like crazy. I think a lot of people are blinded by social media and whatnot, and you got to really see what's happening, you know. And here in Tampa, there's a lot of the protests, and I'm like, yeah, this is powerful, man. Um, sorry, this is off. I'm sorry. You're, you're <laughs> good. You're off. good. No, this it's good. I get it. I mean, the protests are a good thing right now. And like, like you said, it, it you're, from when you were 18, you would disagree with everything you agree with now. And I, I feel the same way from when I yeah. turned 21. I remember, you know, looking at stuff in the world when I was 21, and it's completely different from the way I look at things now. Like, especially, and I, I attest a lot of that to the Power Ranger fandom because I don't want to get into, like, how what I believed in years ago, but it's way different because of the fandom now. No, no I, I agree completely. I've, um, you know, I met a lot of people within the LGBT community, and, like, you know, that's something that I, I didn't grow up with around me, you know what I mean? Like, it was just kind of like, there were, like, a few friends that I had in theater, you know, that were gay, and it was like, you know, like, I don't really care, like, do you, I don't, I don't care. Um, and then like being around so many of that community, because a lot of the Rangers or not Rangers, but a lot of the people that come to the conventions, you know, are part of the LGBT community. They have the LGBT Ranger community and, uh, just like hearing some of their stories. It's just like powerful, man. Like just like groups like that, like being part of the Rangers fandom and like being there with all those people, it's such a diverse group of people. Like, I don't think anyone understands that until you experience it. It's like, no one cares where you came from, what you know, what you like to do behind closed doors, like, they don't care about the color of your skin, everyone's equal, and it's, like, super cool. You go to a con that's mainly for Power Rangers, everyone's gonna have a good time. No Mm -hmm. one cares. Like, everyone's gonna have a great time. Everyone's friends with each other. 
I mean, I don't think I've met anyone that I've been like, man, that guy's an asshole, like, at, at a Comic-Con so far, especially the Ranger Stops and, like, the PMC Express, everything that I've been to. It's just, like, everyone's super cool, and I really, like, like you said, man, the fan base, the Power Ranger fan base is, is awesome. And a lot of people, like, that are on the spectrum that come out to the cons, like, they're so nice, man. It gives you, like, a one-on-one perspective with people like that, and you got to respect it, you know? So... I love that, man. It's cool. I love what the Rangers do. These Comic Cons, people might think that they're there to make money, but, you know, obviously it's a business, but, you know, they're there to make somebody's weekend. And it's super, like, cool, like, watching that behind the table. Like, people coming up and, like, getting really emotional meeting Mike or Dwayne or any of the other Rangers, man. It's just super nice. It's nice to watch and experience. So, I give a lot of respect to those guys that come out every weekend to meet people. So. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree, definitely, and it's it's also meaning, like you said, a diverse group of people, nobody judges, so, like, I mean, it's going to be really cool to see so many cool people at Ranger's Top again, if you see me or anybody at the bar, you know, you as well, come join us, come drink with us, like, we're accepting, we'll, we'll, I'll buy you a shot, okay, that, not everybody, because my wallet ain't that, that deep, no, but, no, no, guys, guys, he just said it. it's recorded. It's going to be on YouTube. All right, the first, will the buy first all of you a shot. five people that are of age, I will buy you a shot. Nothing too crazy, though. Oh, that's terrible. You're going to be broke as hell after that. I know. Wow. Wait, wait, no, just not at the hotel bar because that stuff's expensive. How about Deal, this? Yeah. I will bring a bottle and I will give you a shot. There we go. There we go. That's a smart move. That's a smart move. That works. You, you got to show yeah. me your ID first because I ain't trying to get... Slap with a charge. Damn, am I able to use the bathroom while I'm on this interview or no? Um, well, we we're actually at the hour mark. I was just gonna. Oh my god! All right, we're good then. I would I would just go say you know just plug away anything you want to and we can head on out. All right, cool guys. Look out for the Michael Lasky, you know, Big Bang Michael Lasky, Blake Foster fight. Look out for Rad Bear. Follow me on Instagram. You can follow our Facebook. Follow Mike's Instagram, Blake's Instagram. Keep up with everything we're doing. And I hope to see everybody at Ranger Stop, man. It's going to be a great year, and I'm excited. So and thank you for having me on here. I know this interview was definitely weirder than any of your interviews. Oh, it but, was fun. I enjoyed it. Oh, man. I went off like track like so many times, and that went by really fast. But, hey, let's get it. Ranger Stop, let's go. All right? Thank you for yep. having me on here, brother. Oh, yeah. It was so much fun, guys. Remember, this Saturday, a special episode of the Ranger Experience at 12 p.m. Um, I will have the Cosplay Empress on here to talk about cosplaying how she got into it and all that stuff all that fun stuff so be here saturday and then we will return to regularly scheduled program next thursday we have an episode up of the ranger experience guest will be announced later tonight or tomorrow so sometime this week we're good so guys thank you so much for watching stay tuned for more episodes of the ranger experience jermani thank you so much for being on episode 10 and i will see you at